Hello and welcome to the Natural Seven Podcast. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't been killed. <laughs> Amazing, right? Yeah. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome. Carrick's still here, by the way. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> the bounty has not yet been collected. I'm working on it, guys. Don't worry. Why don't we go ahead and get started? All right. Is that a question or are you? Oh. <laughs> Let him talk. God. Maybe for you it's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, the heroes got all their things situated and spent a nice, relaxing night before heading out, leaving the dung pile, and headed towards their new home. That was the shortest summary I've ever done, I think. (laughs) Hey, short and sweet. That's pretty much what we did. That just means more game time. Hey, you got some magic items. I can mention that, too. Oh, yeah. We we, We took baths. That... Totally none of them are cursed. Baths? Cursed baths? Yes. Write that down. Oh, <laughs> But yes, you're all very clean and very well rested. cursed. So, you and Tyrik and Tun exit the tunnel, and you find that it is night. However, you can tell by the positioning of the disc that it has passed the freeze, as the moon is currently in crescent, giving you a couple hours before twilight falls. And although it is dark, the path is clearly labeled for now. Tyrik is happy to take the lead. Now, who is hooked up to the cart? Did you want it to be Tempest or did you want it to be Tun? Oh, Tempest would love it if Tun is gonna do it. <laughs> Very well. In which case, I'll be riding Tempest. Okie dokie. We don't have anything else in the cart either, so we could all be in the cart. Tyrik has a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's right. Including a large metal chest that has very elaborate locks on the front. So we're walking. (laughs) So we're going to kill Tyrik. Stealing his bat. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Stealing his bat. I don't really want to fight Tun. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) Tun's not what I'm worried about. It's honestly, it'd be Tyrik and his unknown abilities. You have those infinite pockets, he just be pulling stuff out of his, <laughs> his left hand covered in magic rings that could do anything. This, he's basically made chain mail out of magical rings. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tyrik, how long till the way station? I, oh, it shouldn't be too long. There's an outpost down upriver. But, uh... Mm-hmm. That's what he said. You guys never been up the downriver? I've been but, down the upriver. I don't know if you know the well, river very well, but it'll make sense soon. I, I trust your insight. Come on, Ark, let's get... Well, I would say walking, but you don't really walk. Well, we're in no hurry, so let's just keep it going. And if you all notice, Ark 2, after last night, is a little bit more rounded on top and has actual plating on, 
honor from the beetle we destroyed. I took oh. that and kind of made a top layer. So she looks, she's kind of got that arch back, like if you look at an animal. It's, she's starting to take shape more cat-like features. Oh, it's a cat? <laughs> she is very cat-like-ish right get, now. Getting there. Getting there. We need to find some more materials. Okay. I think so, she's looking dapper. So, then we're going to do our first travel segment. So we're gonna keep this pretty simple as at the, at the start. Uh, so first, we should we need to set a travel pace. So your choices are fast, normal, and slow. Well, we're walking, right? So normal. I think normal. Yeah. Not we're not rush. We're not being careful for any reason. No. Yeah, we're not, we're we're close to the dung pile. It can't be too crazy out here. Probably not. Alrighty. Famous last words. We will be going a normal pace. Um. And you are currently on a way, which means uh, it's a uh, the <laughs> in this part of the world there are things called the ways, which are essentially roads. Um, you'll find that roads are actually quite rare, uh, but when you are on a road, you are able to travel at full speed. So a normal travel pace is 24 miles in a day. But if you go off the road or off the way, that will be reduced. Just so you all know. Mm-hmm. But for now. You are very comfortable traveling with a cart, a horse, and on the road. You know, I don't know why, but Waze keeps taking me through the forest and tells me to turn left <laughs> across like four lanes. It's it's weird. Thank you. I'm sure everyone uses Waze. Okay. Was that a reference? Yeah, he said Waze. Oh. Okay, so uh, Tyrik will be handling navigation, so he can just skip past that. Um, and now... Since it, since it, this is the start of a new journey slash month, um, we're going to do what's called a star roll. Ooh. So if you could all roll a d12 while I explain what this means. All of us? All of you. <gasps> all of us. So stars, as per the name Star Chasing, are, <laughs> are like uh, meteor-like objects that fall from the heavens through the cloud barrier and, uh, sorry, I'm watching you guys. It's, it's, it's hey, scary. Hey, told us to roll. Right, 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 no. I should have just, like, closed my eyes and, okay, sorry. So stars are these magical items that fall through the heavens and land on this plane. They are almost always valuable and usually very magical. And they could, they could be one of anything, essentially. It could be a magical item, like a sword or an armor or it could be a material, some sort of magical cloth or ore. Uh, even creatures have fallen through. It's very much a grab bag, uh, it, and they're almost, and very consistently dangerous too. You never know what it's gonna be or who's gonna be there when you arrive at the crash landing site. Well, anybody's who, who's anybody will be there. <laughs> well, actually, yes, because there are several factions interested in monopolizing the acquisition and selling of stars. In particular, there is the human faction, the Star Chasing Society, which I think you're all familiar with right now. Not really. So what we're doing now is we're going to randomly determine the frequency and number of stars that fall in this region as you travel through it. So did anyone roll (laughs) over a 10? Does that include 10? Like a... Uh, no. 11 or 12? I did. Oh, only one. 
What were you all so excited about then? No, we were laughing. We were, about we were how laughing bad at the rolls. rolls. Oh, I saw a bunch of like fingers up, and I thought that meant you rolled 11. No, that meant I rolled one. Two. One, two, three, oh, six. six. I got ten. That explains. Okay, I. Okay, so you got uh. I got a twelve. A twelve. Okay, so the best possible roll. All right, so uh, then I need a couple things. Let me make sure I think it's so it's. I need someone to roll a d100, someone to roll a d20, and someone to roll a d6. I got the hundred. I'll roll the twenty. I don't know if I trust all y'all's rules. <laughs> right. which, which D20 am I using, Jonathan? You okay, go ahead and pick bad. for me. Not bad. I've been looking at that one for a while. So that... It is a... It, it, yeah. uh, 75. 75? Okay. <laughs> Same number I was sitting on. <laughs> you, chose, you chose wrong, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm not even sure it rolled. Three. Three. And the D6. Three. I would like to point out that 75 is currently the highest roll of the entire campaign. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's true. Thank you, Bryce Stats. <laughs> <laughs> For the D100 roll <laughs> Probably will be one of the highest You also rolled the lowest, or tied the lowest I rolled a one several times, yes Now if we ever need to track the statistics of this game We'll be going to Bryce up in the booth hey, There's only a 1% chance of rolling exactly a 75 So don't knock it Thank you That was a good roll, hopefully We don't know We don't know <laughs> Yeah <laughs> oh three God. days. Or oh, right on top of us at breakneck speed. Over the next three minutes <laughs> three, and three seconds. Right. <laughs> three of you die. <laughs> Not one of them is Carrick. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> I want that bag. Yeah, Will kills Carrick so he can claim the bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> You know what? Stars fall, you all die. I'm Garrett sorry. Dies. Could you? Could someone else roll a d100 as well? I'll do it. Good luck beating a 75. <laughs> I really want to be a 75 now. I know you do. Dang it! 68. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was so close to multiple things. Okay, thank you. Couldn't even get the well, funny. Fun. Like 67. So you exit the dung pile your group and you began your quest <laughs> all of that rolling and no information <laughs> yes mystery time so how long will this trip take Tyrick? I will the first one we're going to shouldn't be more than a few hours and then the, first, the outpost the first, after that the first star or the first no. The first station. Oh. So there is an end goal in mind. We're not just moving station to station. I. Okay. The Star Chaser Society has picked out a very nice place for us to stay. Which is where? What do you mean where? It's over there. And he just sort of like gest gestures wildly in that in it's the direction the of the mountains. River. Yes. This place isn't offering the deluxe package, right? Because... <laughs> Uh, Last time no. that happened, it was almost uh, a disaster. I'm assuming it's our own place. We know it, right? I'd assume so. Oh, so you don't even know where we're going? No, I've never been there. But you know how to get there? Aye. Dwarves have very good memory. Can't be too many roads. What's my the name? The memory of the place you've JJ. never been? Oh, okay, good. Yeah, he's right. Oh, just look at that. I think the first one stands for jackass. Haven't figured out the second one yet. I'll get there. Uh, that's that's not what it... No? 
JJ, he was he was making a joke. Oh. Oh. That's the other name. What do the J stand for? <laughs> That's a good question. It's I mean technically it's my first and my last name, but um I don't like how they sound together, so I've always just gone by JJ. Oh. Alright. Interesting. <laughs> what a real reason. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you could just pick a different name. I did. I. It's funny. I had this conversation with someone a little while ago. Huh. <laughs> well, I with mean, another dwarf actually talked about this. He said that humans are weird because we just pick our names. Huh. I had a friend whose name was Moth. Oh, I like that's that. Weird. I like that. Yeah. I mean, my parents picked my name. I didn't pick my name. Well, I picked my parents. name. What? You don't, you don't have parents. You don't have parents. No, why would I want to be raised by two people who randomly bumped uglies and popped me out? Wait, wait, When I could be raised by someone whose entire life's work is raising children. That's fair. Also, did Tyrick say that or did the DM say that? Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Wait, they just, your parents, like, so we were from that people just randomly bump uglies and then the kid goes to be taught by someone? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's simple enough then. All right, then. I'll have to come visit your place sometime. Hmm. Why? I was being polite. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, where are you from? I'm from Serenia. Oh. Yeah. That's really far from where I'm, I'm from. I'm from the Holy City. It goes really... Well, as fun as this has been, I think I'm going to go keep a little bit of watch as we move. And I'm going to flap my wings and kind of go to, like, the top of the tree line and kind of follow along. (laughs) So, as you travel, the the wilderness itself is sort of, it's very much a plains, almost savanna kind of look to it. A lot of grass, a sparse, you know, smattering of trees, usually very wide and uh, bushy trees um, and as you sort of travel this pathway you pass by what appears to be some people uh, or farmers working the land and herding uh, ca- uh, her- yeah, herds of these like cattle bugs which are these huge bulbous um, uh, like roly polies but like much bigger versions and they're very very round um, and so you just sort of pass by you can see them grazing on like the low hills um, to your sky side um, there you can see in the distance the river the tsunami ri- tsunami Sinuan River <laughs> um, and uh, you notice that uh, on the left side of the path uh, there's a lot less uh, grasses and it's a lot um, more of like a marshland. Um, and yes. Yeah. So you go ahead and you travel for a couple hours. <laughs> and the, the, those, those herds are loud with their noises. I love that that's what they sound like. <laughs> that's <laughs> canon. That really snuck up on me. I'm so sorry. It sounded like you were laughing. Like <laughs> It did a little bit. Like... Okay, and so you travel for about three and a half hours at this pace, 
And uh, so you you are now squarely in twilight. And so, um, just so you all know, um, you sort of periodically look behind you as you walk and the, the moon is getting thinner and thinner in the sky. Um, it still stretches from horizon all the way up to the cloud layer, uh, but it just gets thinner and thinner until eventually the moon itself is entirely eclipsed and everything goes dark except for the edge of the disc, which is illuminating just the tiniest amount, this golden light, just barely enough for you to see a couple feet in front, in front of your own face. Um, and, uh, it, and then it doesn't take very long after that for the rains to come. Can we see any pillars from where we're at? Uh, let's see, it is before twilight fell, uh, so when it was still night, um, it's really difficult to see due to the, the nature of it, but you know that the Ashen Pillar is pretty close by. So it's usually always within view. Right. Are we heading in the direction of the Ashen Pillar? You are currently heading rimward, slightly ashward. Okay. Well, as it gets, <clears throat> excuse me, as it gets dark, I pick up another rock and I open a different pouch and there's just this kind of dust in there and I coat the rock in dust and then spit on it and all of a sudden the rock starts glowing and I put it in uh, Ark's empty eye socket, so it's uh, kind of like a spotlight ahead that's for five cool. feet. Did you just make a headlight out of I did. A Is rock? Yeah. the spitting on it unnecessary? Yeah, yeah, it's a chemical reaction with the powder and the wetness kind of makes wow. it glow, as you can tell. It's like a glow bug. That's, wow, that's very cool. And you turn to see Tarek who is glowing like <laughs> with like a thousand little lights all over his body all the different magic items <laughs> I like to imagine like it goes dark and he's like oh, one second and then he's like he's fiddling with everything he's like, until yeah, he eventually he's like, lights spe- up. he's like murmuring a bunch of different command phrases like in every one something lights up if you think Tyrik has not at this point already installed a, a clap on <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear it I've, that, I, that would track for a door yeah. yeah, and just boom. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is he's mapped so many things to clap that, like, the system's gotten confused. <laughs> well, that's his own fault. He has to go in and reprogram the macros. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, that's impressive, Tyrik. I like... One day you'll get the Park's little headlight. Thank you, Sunon. It's hard to see with the blinding light from Tyrik. <laughs> Just step ahead of him, uh, you know. There you go. Yeah. Wow, your shadow's really long now. Alrighty. So you continue on, and uh, you can sort of gently hear the sounds of water, just sort of like a um, the rushing of water in the distance, and um, you start to see large trees on the horizon and as you approach them you realize that there is a row of trees um, off to the side of the path pretty far down is the side of the path um, uh, but there are these huge almost willow looking trees with exposed roots that are um, the roots themselves are have pushed the trunk of the tree up into the air about 15 20 feet so from the outside it looks like the roots have made this huge cage almost so that there is this empty sp- pocket underneath the tree itself. Oh. Ooh. 
I take it we're here? Aye. These things have been used as shelter for tens of years. <laughs> wow, tens. Yes. And so this is what I meant about down upriver. We've gone up. Now we need to go down. Ah. ah. Wouldn't that be up down river? I knew I didn't like you. <laughs> is is there any special properties of the trees that resist the effects of the disc? I. It's something about the river. They uh, it's they have to be um sunk its roots in the water at all times. And something about it makes it uh, the the wetness of the roots can shit shelter from the heat of the flash. Interesting. However, there is a small side effect. Oh. Um, when the river's banks grow and flood, the trees <clears throat> follow. So we'll need to uh, be gone before that happens. Oh, yeah. All right, but uh, is there any reason to stay here? I mean... Probably another uh, outpost. We're in summer right now, right? Uh, I think we're in spring. We're in, uh, we're in spring. No, we're in other spring. Fall. We're in uh, fall. Yeah. Well, because there are no <laughs> the seasons are different in my know, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other spring. Yeah. So we're in second fall. <laughs> All right. Is this is, is this the only way station that's nearby? I this we keep going another four or five hours and there's an outpost. We wouldn't make it that far. No, probably not. Don't worry, it's perfectly safe. But is this an official way station, or is this a... No, no. A secret one? Well, neither, really. Well, before before we get any closer, I can't really see what... Well, can anyone... Is there anyone uh, there already in some of the places? Ah, Good idea. Maybe we should probably check that out, make sure we're not alone, or see if we are alone. Well, Garrick's been flying for a couple hours. Do you see anything up there? <laughs> what do my tiefling eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna roll three and see rooftops out here. Oh uh, yeah, why don't you give your perception check? I see a large pile of dung and dirt. Oh no, oh no. Looks it looks low for Is over it a here. three? It looks like a single no. digit. Uh -oh. One lower. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Is it the singlest digit? Is it a one? It's a one. It's the loneliest number wow. you could ever do. It's a total of ten. Oh, true. Wow. Okay. Average. That's okay. pretty average. good. At least you have night vision or dark vision. Yeah. Although it's not uh, dark. It's daytime. Oh, I thought it was nighttime. No, it's twilight. No, we we we, we moved through. Oh, sorry. Nighttime. I missed that part. Into morning. You're right. Into a couple hours before flash. And now it's about to be flash. Oh, okay. Oh. But we definitely don't have enough time to make it. So you got a nap yeah, this one, is right? the, Sorry, the, the time between freeze and flash, this is the shortest time of year. No, that would be summer. This is the longest, or this is in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the way the way the seasons work is it's summer, then, f then fall, then the still. Yeah. And then rise, and then summer. Yeah. And that happens a second time to make a full year. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yes, that was a natural one for a total of 10. Okay. So you've sort of flown over this like 
uh, row of trees, and one of them has a smokestack coming out of it. A tree does? Yep. Yeah. When you say it has a smokestack, it like it has smoke coming out of it, or it just has like the makings of a smokestack. It has smoke coming out of it. Okay. No, no chimney. <laughs> There's no like constructed brick chimney. Well, it can be made. There's out like of more a than hole just in the tree that the smoke is coming through. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll fly down to them. Well, it does appear that there is someone there. Oh, good. We won't be by ourselves. Possibly. As long as they're friendly. Right. Doesn't really matter if they're not. Well, I say we set up a bit of ways from them and then maybe go make introductions. Well, we we still have to go inside. Well, there's multiple trees, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So we don't have to share one with them. We can set up some under a different one. Absolutely. And then let's set up under a different one and head towards them and be like, hey, neighbor. You got any uh, stories? I don't know if this is a Regency thing. We don't have to talk to everyone we meet. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. I have to agree. I have no interest in speaking to these people. I want to meet them. I'd personally rather get a read on them before they attack us in the middle of the night and kill us. We're not staying here the night. Or with the Flash. Whatever. What if they're they're friendly and we trade baked goods or something? That's true. I think think, think we don't necessarily need to make introductions, but if we seem to pass each other after the Flash, then we can chat. I mean, we'll have a bit of time before the Flash. I'm going to bring Tepest inside one of the trees. Okay, so you have to go down the slight slope and towards the trees. But yeah, as you approach, you can feel... Tempest having to like kick up her feet to get like shake the mud off of it with each step But you get to this tree and it's bigger than it looked Um, It's got this sort of enormous Like bulbous shape to it and the roots curve around and then dig into the sand and the mud Um, And you were much closer to the river now. It's still like a good Hundreds of feet feet away, but the sound of the rushing water is increased Actually the water would have slowed down by now. So now it's just sort of meandering um, is the is the water is it fresh water? Uh, yes, it, it is a fresh water river. Okay, I'm, I'll get a bucket of water for Tempest then. So, uh, so yes, uh, you approach the river itself. The river is very wide. Uh, you can you can, you can't even really see the other end of it, and it is currently sort of just has a very gentle current out back the way you came, you know, downstream, and the. There are like uh, very green, thin grass growing around the banks and you're stepping on like shells and like bits of coral and like barnacle and stuff. And you can approach one eddy um, that appears to be filling as you approach it and you just get a bucket of water. Hmm, nice. How far away is that other group of people from us, the tree we camped in? About four trees down. That's not far. Probably further than 30 feet, though, right? Yes, each tree is about 30, 40 feet wide. Oh, wow. Big. Right, right. Uh, all right. They're far away. I'm going to uh, uh, take 10 minutes and ritual cast detect magic. So I'm going to put my visor on and adjust one of the dials on the side and just kind of fiddle with it for a bit and just let it charge up. Alrighty. Karik, you have had a 
quite literal bird's eye view of our route so far, yes? Well, I've had about perhaps half the route, but yeah, a good portion of it. Could you describe to me everything you've seen? Sort of the geography of the area, things like that, significant landmark? I suppose I could. Is there any particular reason for it? Oh, uh, I wish to create a map of our journey. Ah, well, that's actually quite smart to do and always nice to have. Uh, sure, yes, um, let me try and describe it as best as I can. I wasn't really prepared for it, so we'll see what I can remember. Of course, it is not your fault I should have asked you earlier. Oh, it's fine. I'll just keep in mind for future flights. That would be appreciated. Thank you. And I will recall to the best of my ability the geography and layout of all that I had Val perceived. Val begins sketching kind of a very rough draft of, based off of what uh, Karak has told them. Okay. The Well, I'll say that um, sort of Ashward, uh, the altitude uh, increases steeply in that like there's just sort of in like these lowlands um, but it gets uh, very hilly and then eventually to the mountains to, um, in the on the horizon uh, you see that near the river um, this sort of low wet muddy area continues all the way up up and downstream and that uh, again, there's sort of these like sporadic townhomes where like uh, you see, um, you know, again, farmers with like herds of stuff or with uh, plots of land. Yeah, otherwise it's pretty nondescript. Yeah, Val is trying to make this as detailed as possible. So they are just marking pretty much anything that they can remember, even a very tiny detail like a farm cross-referencing both their memories and what they've heard from Carrick. There you go. Is it safe to say we're resting at this tree at this point? Uh, so for everyone at the tree, Tyrick says like, whoa, 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 don't go in yet. Like, I, We gotta wait. Oh. Wait for the tree. Sorry, for the uh, tree? Yes. Does this does this tree have like a an attitude about people being near it? Um yes and no. It's more like um we have to wait for it to uh, settle in its spot. And uh, I, I mentioned that it moves when it wants to. Uh-huh. We don't really want to be inside when it moves. Wait, okay. When you said it moves, I thought you meant um when the river floods, which you know, that's normal, that the, it would get washed away with it. Are you saying the tree gets up and walks away? Well, he turns and looks towards the disc and sees that the sun is growing in size in the, in the sky and says, well, I think we're going to find out. Uh... What about, gonna... the, what about the people we saw who are already in a tree? Oh, I'm sure they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, they're already in a tree. They should be fine. 
Wait, so when when do we know the tree is ready? Don't like the way he said that. I guess we'll wait for a tree, which I've never had to do before. This is definitely a first for me as well. But while you guys wait for the tree, I'm gonna go commune with the river. Nice. Uh, what? It's kind of close to the tree. Okay, bye. Okay. Has it been about ten minutes yet? Yes, it's been ten. Minutes. All right. So first, my visor color turns from a blue to a purple hue. I look just look at the trees. Am I reading magic off them? Uh, so this is a very interesting question, actually. The tree itself is not magical. Like it is, it is not filled with. Oh God, how do you describe this? It doesn't give off an aura of magic. It's like a living thing. It is. It's very much a living yeah. thing, but it has the sort of remnants of like the possession of magic. Okay. So faint, like little wisp of it. Yeah, like um, it has that life energy in it that sort of gives off a similar aura, like like how a a spellcaster is to like a non-spellcaster. So if I look at Tyric. Tyrk is aglow with magic. Okay, and if I look past... It's very severe, actually. <laughs> if I try to look past his uh, his magic items, is he, like, himself glowing with the magic? Because he's from... He's a dwarf. Well, it is very difficult to look past okay. magic items, okay. but <laughs> you are under the assumption that yes. Okay. In fact, as he's walking away from you, you can actually <laughs> see, like, faint footprints that he's left. Oh, wow. That's something. You know, I just take a glance at all my compatriots, too, because I have it up. I'm just curious if what what they're packing magical other than the stuff they were just given. Well, the saintlings are aglow with magic. Okay. <laughs> I also ask this because I know, uh, I mean, Rylus doesn't know. JJ stole. You were talking about those things he stole from T-Rex, the magic items. Do I see those glowing on JJ? Those are very minor in but they're scope. There. So, like, you sense, like, a very small amount okay. of magic. Actually, I that's what I was curious, other than the leather armor. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I would have... So... <laughs> um, Not magic. Interesting. Does the name... It, would, would knowledge of the naming of things magic cause you to glow? It... Or since it's not innate to you. It would not, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. So then Val point. isn't glowing so Val doesn't glow at all. Okay. Val is empty. Interesting. You've got the drift globe. That's true. Yeah. Just, that's, okay. The drift trying I'm trying to tune it in. So I, I see all that and I adjust a bit. And I'm just going to walk up the road a bit to kind of get in, to okay. try to take a better look at the people. I want to get a little closer view of the other people. Not like super close. Probably not within 30 feet. Mm. But I want to try to get close enough to just get a visual on the group or where the smoke's coming from. Okay. And I'm like, come on, Ark. Come, come, let's go for a walk real quick. Alrighty. Um, you s- so we'll do you, and then we'll come back to Sunan. You sort of move up the road a little bit, and you see ahead of you uh, someone with a little pole, like a little hand-drawn cart, like just like a little wheelbarrow kind of thing. Um, he sort of appears to be like packing his stuff into it, and he's got like he just slings a backpack on uh, and grabs the cart and starts heading towards you. Oh. And you see the sort of the smoke from the tree behind him is sort of like petered out. Okay. Well, uh, 
Well, obviously he probably sees me at this point because I'm standing in the middle of the road. The way. Uh, I'll wave, uh, hello there, uh, stranger. Hi! As he sort of waves frantically and he starts to, like, jog towards oh. you. Hi! Hello, are, are you okay? He gets closer and you start to hear, like, the jangling of metal as he's running towards you. And uh, you see that he's got, like, many different weapons sticking out of his, like, bag. And his cart has, like, uh, uh, sacks and, like, you see just, like, big handles sticking out of it. And he's just sort of, like, jogging towards you and he goes, Hi! 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 I'm like, "Uh, okay, that's close enough. You are packing quite a arsenal there. Oh, right. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't know how to use half of it. Are any of them glowing? Half of it. Uh, no. Oh, dang. Unfortunately. Dang it. Oh, well, uh, I, wow, oh. He, he, like, quickly slings his backpack off and, like, throws it on the ground. And he's just, like, says, hi, I'm Joba. Oh, hi, Do you want to buy something? Oh, wow, name's Rylas. Um, you know, why don't you come back to me and my friends? They might, I'm not much of a weapon you person. You friends? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, come, come on and meet them. Awesome. And okay. go head back and I'll be like, hey, everyone. This is Joba. I, I'm pretty sure he's selling some weapons. Got weapons. Who wants weapons? weapons? Oh, um, unfortunately, I th- I think I'm all set up on weapons. <laughs> I'm selling something if you want it. Oh, what are you selling? I got a light crossbow I never use. Oh, sweet. Can I see? Yep. Ooh. It's, uh, as you can see, barely nicked because... Well, let's be honest, I don't even know if I can reload. Well, no, I, I could probably reload this thing now. Uh, but yeah, before I didn't really use it that much. Oh, near mint condition. Mm, okay. I'm just, I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining Dustin reloading it with his teeth. Why does everyone think I don't have mage hand? <laughs> <laughs> How, like... I know you do, but... Yeah, you, you, you especially do. But teeth... What's the quality of these weapons? Uh, so, yes, uh, so he sort of has pulling some out. Uh, he pulls out like, um, uh, like uh, he pulls out like a short bow made of like this dark wood and like a spider silk drawn string. And he pulls out like a, um, a spear made of like obsidian. Um, and he has a uh, mace uh, with like chitinous uh, fins on it, um, and you would say like they're okay quality, but they're all very simple weapons. Any finesse weapons? <laughs> uh, he has some daggers made of uh, of uh, f- mandibles. I'll check them out. That's not too bad. Mandibles. Uh, so he has for sale any simple weapon. Plus ammunition uh, and uh, basic materials. And, uh, well, uh, I could take this uh, crossbow off your hands. Uh. uh, sure. What'd you have in mind? Another bow. <laughs> <laughs> this one auto loads. This no, one is more used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what about this? And he pulls out like a long tube. He says it's a blowgun. It's crafted from uh, from the leg of a ferocious beetle. No, thank you. Are you sure it's it's a uh, it's 
pretty good. I, you said it's a leg? Well, it was a leg. Now it's, it's been handcrafted into this, this beautiful blowgun. It works like a charm. I, I, again, I do not need hey, a hey, ranged Dustin, weapon. Yes? Do, do you think maybe I could just buy it off of you instead? Do you want it? Yeah, I tend to be a little more back instead of up in front, so it might be... Sure. Good. Hey, sorry, but... Um, <laughs> Well, 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 wait, wait now, wait now. <laughs> wait. See, you're you're a strong, strong boy. How about this? And he pulls out like a piece of like uh, of silk netting, and he says, "You put, you put like a like a, a snail in it, and you swing it around really fast, and then wait, you let go." Did he say snail? And then it, it hits yeah. someone. It's it's they call it a sling or something. Hey, hey, you know, Joba, we're not really in the market for weapons, but you might have something we are in the market for. Oh, you just came from up the road. Could you give us any information of what you passed, any dangers you might have saw, or interesting, inter- anything interesting that going coming that way? Now, hold on. I got business here with two potentially <laughs> oh <my> interested parties. <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to give for this crossbow? Uh, um, uh, well... Uh, if you don't want to make a trade, I can give you. And he's just sort of um, like lifts up his like many layers of clothing and pulls out like a little bag and he starts like thumbing through it really quick. So, uh, I can give you. How about 12 blooms? All right, I'm looking at you now, JJ. Oh, that, that, that's a lot more than I can offer. All right, it sounds like a trade then. Uh, sorry, um. Twelve. You did you want it, JJ? I I don't I don't need it. I've never used one before, so I probably wouldn't be very good at it. Oh, oh. but I mean, if you want, I, no, I it's, no, it's okay. Sure. Yeah, it's okay. I'm um, just Destin's not allowed to put stuff on Tempest anymore. <laughs> oh, fifteen blue crossbow that you don't know how to use. <laughs> Interesting. I'll give you fifteen blue. I'm just kidding. I heard that. Um, sarcasm is a way to get people to like you more and say and let people know that you're friends so I was just trying to you're from Hervala though so yeah. you don't know how to do that nope yeah me neither uh, you know JJ you don't need a ranged weapon if you just like if you just run up to the enemy and stab them really hard oh you like you like to stab things there tall uh what about this he pulls out like a javelin did he call me tall no, me. Call Val. Oh, Val. Val. Okay. Call them tall. I regret talking to this guy now. I learned a lesson from a long. I see. Interesting. It, I think it's what's just the, a dagger. What's the javelin made of? Oh, it's a javelin. This javelin is more of a local make, uh, so it's like a sturdy. Uh, a stick. Stick. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's bronze. I thought it was going to be stone. Right. I can save you all a little bit of trouble. There's no magic items, so just a heads up there. Well, the magic is, is what you make <laughs> with the items. Oh. Hey, like I said, I'll buy information from you. Okay. What would you see on the way here is what I want to know. Any dangers, hmm. anything interesting, anything we should be worried about or should know about? Uh, well, I, you've never been up this way? Well, things change. Uh, no, so we, we, we've we've been up here before. We're just like he said, things change. Okay. Um, well, 
I just came from Robar, the little town. They're pretty nice over there. They don't need weapons either. Is you know that, how hard it is to sell weapons to people who already have weapons? Is that the outpost up? Well, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. If people are traveling on the ways, they're probably already armed. Oh. You might be better off in a small town or city. Really? Either that or switching from weapons to more, like, supplies. Like, food or such. That's a good idea. See, back in Sylvania, I was having a much better time, you know. Right. But here, well, everyone seems to have their own pointy sticks, which is, like, crazy to me, because wood is so expensive. Welcome to the Freethans. <laughs> yeah. Okay, supplies, sure. I'll do that next time. All right. So, did you see anything other than Robar? I'll, I'll give him five. Uh, oh, look at him. Blo He's blooms learning. is the gold. It's gold. Got it. I'll give him five blooms. <gasps> yes. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. It's eighty percent of what I have with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. So. Uh. I'll, I'll, for that, I'll tell you everything. He just sort of drops all the weapons he has. He's just throws them away and he's like okay um let's see uh well there's um sylvia she runs the inn she's very sweet she has a daughter uh who doesn't like it uh when you show her weapons it's <laughs> i learned that the hard way um good to know good there's to know. a were you trying to show her your weapon yeah gestures at the, the car <laughs> like the i think you got sarcasm Am I, did I figure it out? That was more of just a joke. Yeah, all right, it was funnier. Enough. It was a good joke. Was a good right. joke. I'm I don't get it. <laughs> there's a there's Joe the blacksmith. Uh, he showed me a thing or two. You know how to make weapons. And um, uh, did he show you let's his? See. No. <laughs> well, um, let's see. When when you get there, you can either go keep going rimward, and I'll take you over. If you just keep following, you'll go all the way to Divine Falls. Uh, that, that's where I'm from. Um, but then you can go, you could take a right towards the ash inlands. Um, but that's kind of going off the main ways. Yeah, we don't want to so go So you'll be way. going, um, into the wilderness and that's always dangerous. So you need weapons. Damn. Okay. Well, um, I'll take a quarter staff if you got one. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Of course. I have several. It's a big branch. <laughs> <laughs> See this Probably. one, this one is, Not even shaped, has been just... carved from wood. By hand, see it's got like little designs. Um, How does it th this look? one is um, several legs of beetles that have been stuck together. <laughs> that was homemade. It looks it's like, like when a, you're good job. you take a bunch of expo markers and put them together yeah. to make a lightsaber. <laughs> I, th they're all really good. I'll give you, uh, I give you one of your choice. They're all wonderful, the best stabs around. Uh, for uh, for one, uh, one one silver, please. Okay. I'll I'll take any currency, any coinage, just yeah, like I'll yeah, that sounds good. Oh yes. Okay, so you get a quarter staff in exchange for one And I've paid a quarter. One uh, <laughs> one bud. Okay. Little does the enemy know that he just bought a dollar and a quarter staff. Oh, oh. <laughs> my mind. Oh no, Sunan's washing down yes. the river. Bye. <laughs> and okay, last thing he'll say is like, well, um, this could be important information. Uh, the the scabs have gotten way more aggressive recently. That's why I had to leave Rebar. The what? Or, 
What's the town called? Robar. Robar, thank you. The, the scabs? You guys know what a scab is? It's a scavenger. Oh. Gotcha. We call them something else where I'm from. Yeah, they're getting more and more um, aggressive. I hear they have a new leader who apparently some big guy. I don't know. I left as soon as I could. I got weapons, but I ain't got the gall to use them. Did you catch the name of the new leader? Uh, I did not. Big is in, we'll know when we see him big. I'm surprised that a weapons trader such as yourself would not see an opportunity to make profit by selling weapons to bandits. Wait, are you thinking big in size or big in stature? Big in size. If he's big enough, we'll be like, oh, that's the leader because he's so big. I was thinking big in stature. No. You know, no, that's probably not the best plan because they would just take the weapons probably from you. Yeah, in exchange for money. No, they wouldn't give you no money. They would probably just take the weapons. That, that doesn't make sense. Especially if you're so forthcoming with the fact that you don't know how to use them. Yeah, I'm just saying, they're not, like like you said, there's been an uptick in them. Usually scavs aren't so friendly, especially if Got you're it. a lone trader with no family or friends. That could just disappear real quick. So you got to be careful. I don't it's know. True. I don't know how you knew that. I was gonna say it's true. <laughs> hey, I don't have the, a isn't the flash family. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. We should Friends. get under this tree. Meanwhile, Sunan. Hi. <laughs> I'm uh, currently. I left my sandals up by the bank, and I'm currently like knee deep in the river, probably. And I'm just kind of moving my body through some meditative poses while I am also using my um, power word mob to move this. Uh, like globe of water around myself I'll like move it around my body I'll freeze it solid then I'll melt it again then I'll make it take different shapes like a spider web or like a little a little centipede that I make crawl around me cool and you, try, you make Using a horse shape but since water. you've only seen it like yeah, a couple it's times like a, it's not a very good it's horse. like a kid's like a kid's drawing of a horse with like a smiley <laughs> face on it cool like, ah, well yeah, get better yeah this is a a very good meditative moment for you. This is, of course, uh, the point in which all of the Servanian rivers meet and create this one river until it flows all the way to the ocean. Uh, it is um, this just torrent of water, this huge, just beautiful feature. That's considered kind of a sacred spot for uh, the religion I belong to. And as you're doing your special kind of meditations um, you notice that the water is getting higher uh, and, and the current is oh. slowing oh. and after 10-15 minutes passes, uh, it's starting to get up to your waist and you start like having to back up uh, until eventually the current stops the, the, the river goes still oh. it's like go inside. a wide river still then the water starts to flow the other way and the water starts to rise oh rapidly okay i'm going to go ahead and uh, pick up a globe of water as big as i can with shape water and freeze it and then i'm gonna levitate it with me back to the tree because now it's time to get out of the water <laughs> yes it is so i jump in my sandals jog back so the water continues rising as it's almost like it's chasing you up the side of the riverbank. Uh, and it's not like, it's not too threatening. Uh, like you can easily outrun the water. Oh yeah. 
Uh, and for the rest of you, while this sort of conversation is wrapping up, uh, you see Sunan sort of like jogging towards you with even less clothing on, um, <laughs> or at least yeah, ro- my, rolled up. Yeah, my my the bottom of the bottom of my robe is rolled up to my knees, and like the top half of my robe that's usually on is like hanging loose, and I'm carrying and I'm like levitating this big ice this big snowball above my head. <laughs> you guys see what I see, right? Time to go inside. I think so. Yes. Wait, what's inside? Where? I thought the trees move when the water comes, so aren't they about to start moving? Joba speaks up, and he says, like, oh, it's happening. Okay, folks, well, thank you so much for your patronage. I'll see you guys later. Um, you should probably Hi. get onto the road. <laughs> Did anything, like, change with the tree that we were... Not nope. yet. The, the tree you're standing next to, nothing's changed. Okay. But the water is rapidly approaching your position. Okay, uh, we go know, back up to the road. Perhaps, yes, we should go back to to Tyric. Yeah, yeah, good call, good call. Okay, so Joba sort of packs all his stuff together and sort of rapidly moves back to the road, and you all sort of follow. Uh, I'm going to be the one to ask this. Uh, Sunan, why are you carrying a block of ice? Oh, I uh, I make a, uh, I say a mo, and I make a, like a, chopping motion with my, my hand and I like slice off a sliver of it and then I just float it over to him. It's for during the flare. It's a treat. Oh. Speaking of which, it is getting pretty warm as the sun is now at least a quarter in the sky. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and Joba waves goodbyes. He's like, oh, I gotta hurry. I gotta make it to, make it to the dunk pile. <laughs> Are you not gonna rest here with this? You can hang out. Oh. Well, that's really don't nice want to of you guys. Well, you know what? I think I, uh, I think I slept in, so yeah, I could stay the flash. Be safer that way, just in case. Yeah, and besides, I get to see this again. And he sort of directs your attention back to the tree line, and you're at like the first tree. But if you keep going down the road, there's like hundreds of trees. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, more or less in a line, um, and from its position, hundred, you know, like a hundred feet away or so. The water hits the roots, and almost immediately, that part of the tree, like, bucks. <laughs> and, like, s- more of the roots, uh, like, unearth themselves, and as more water, like, floods in, the rest of the tree just, like, bucks up in these, like, huge spurts of energy until this giant, this, this little, like, willow tree. Like, it's not small, but it's a big tree, but the the size of its trunk versus the size of its roots is, like, comical. Where it's got like these like 30 foot long roots like stilts and uh the tree itself once it's been like fully excavated is like walking towards you not like muscles like it's a, a, like going up and down but as the water hits it like spasms and like that root swings forward and the whole thing leans the weight is shifts and leans in that direction until then some other root gets hit by water and then that one bucks forward and in this way, the whole tree starts moving towards you. And the whole line of trees begins doing this as the entire river floods. Wow. That quite creepy. Really, I think it's awesome. Nature. Sure, but, you know, if you imagine it's like a creature coming at you like that, it'd be quite unnerving. Okay. I think it's quite unnerving as it is. I'm just in awe, to be honest. It's something cool. you don't see where I'm from. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's perfectly fair. Yeah. 
You think, is the water close to like the road line? So over the next half an hour, the water uh, and the trees, <laughs> as the trees always stay slightly ahead of the water, um, make it all the way up to the roadside. Almost as if someone built the road at that exact place. Oh, oh cool. So Perfect. Take a little sprinkle of dust and throw it in there and it. It is. Well, once the trees reach the sort of roadside and the water stops uh, stops where it is, uh, the trees slowly nestle and settles into place as the roots sort of dig, like gently move side to side and dig through the sand and mud until it goes back to its original position with just the top part showing, which is, again, enough space for like all of you to huddle underneath. Cool. Let's get in. Yeah. That's, I could use a sit down after seeing something like that and ponder it. Wow. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay. Cool. So, that was your first way station and first encounter. Uh, while we're waiting for the flash to pass, I'll go to Destin and be like, so, 15 gold for the crossbow? Sure. All right. I'll take it off your hands. Sure. And I go to JJ at the same time and I pull my extra crossbow out. Oh. And I was planning, and I was like, hey, JJ, I got an extra one. Oh. If you want it, I don't need it. Are you sh- Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, that'd I, be- I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. I was looking at the magic around here, and I just noticed there's a few things on you that was really, really slight. Are you aware of that? Uh, no. You got some magic glowing on you, and I... Like, where? Like, I'll point, like, in your pocket or wherever you... Whoops. Whatever you took those things from Tyrick's shop. Those are slightly magical. I don't know if you knew that or not. Are you talking about the the pin and... Yeah. Talk about these? Yeah, they have a very slight hint of magic in them. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even know. Wow. Are you able to figure out what uh, they I can are? I'll take a look at it while we rest to see what they do. Yeah, that'd be really yeah, here, cool. You, and I can show you how to use that later, too. Oh. Don't shoot your eye out. And for the rest of the flash, I'll ritual cast identify on those, uh, the pen, the feather Sounds pin, good. and the, I forgot what the second one was. It was a pouch. Pouch, yeah. That we speculated was a bag of beans, but. Who wants, who wants ice? And did the crossbow come with any bolts? I'll take some. Yeah, I handed you what I had, because I don't use any. How, do you know how many? Uh, so I can add it to Let's my... just say 20, because I haven't used them in a long time. All right. So, um, just to add some narrative fun. Hand, hand crossbow? Um, yeah, light. As you're waiting for the flash, uh, Tyrick commands Tun over, and he just sort of pulls two of the roots to each side to allow enough space for, like, the for Tempest and the cart to enter through. And then as the flash approaches, he has them close it again. And it's, it's pretty dark in here. It's also pretty moist. And the, the roots are pretty tight knit. Like there are gaps where like sunlight is shining through, but uh, you feel pretty comfortable. Oh, nice. From the flash. Cool. The crossbow just made me encumbered. 
what's bad? I was planning as soon as he didn't get it to give it to him. So it wasn't just a jab at you. I was planning to give him the crossbow uh, anyway. I'll just wait for the next little scene. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Okay. Um, so we'll go ahead and say your identification spell finishes. So they are a feather token, which is in Teeny Beyond. Uh, I pull one out of my pocket because that's the other thing I have from my magic science book. Amazing. Oh, nice. Oh. There are very different construction. And the other one is, um, I forget its full name because it has like a name in it. It's like someone's handy spice pouch. Oh. Oh. Havers. Havers. Yeah, something like that. Feather token. Feather token. And the second one is a spice pouch. Uh, and the, what they do is the feather token is if you have it pinned to you, then um, if you were to take a fall, uh, it would automatically cast feather fall on you once. So it's the feather, feather token, Hewards, feather yep. fall. Hewards. And then Hewards spice pouch is a small pouch filled with an aromatic spice blend that will make anything taste good. Essentially. Well, here you go. Keep this on you in case you take a big fall. It'll uh, make you not fall so fast. And this is just some spices that taste make things taste really, really good. It's Lowry's. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no worries. I was just curious. I saw it. Old you didn't seem to notice, so. And then I'll walk up. Uh, oh, uh, JJ. <clears throat> so yeah. I know that you wanted the, the crossbow from... Destin, uh-huh. and I know you didn't have enough money for it, so I thought that I would go ahead and buy it for you. Oh, here you go. Ark, you calling me? I'll be right there. <laughs> uh, see you, see you, JJ and Carrick. I'll see you uh, in the other well, part of the tree, uh, Rylus. Carrick, that, that's very, um, that's very kind and generous of you. Um, but hey, speaking of kind and generous, um, Rylus had an extra one, and. He just kind of gave it to me. Um, oh. So I don't know if maybe Dustin would would take it back or or um, or or we could wait. No, we could just we could just hang on to it and then in case. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm. I mean. I'm. I'm sure that yeah, it will come so, handy hey, at some uh, point. Whatever. Whenever we get more money, I'll just I'll buy it from you oh, and then no, it's then no, we're even. No, you don't. You don't have to do that, JJ. Uh, well, you didn't have to buy it either, so I can do that later. I, I mean, I, I I have more than enough money to handle it, but oh well, great. Uh, it was more just the gesture, but you know, it it it, it happened and. It's very kind. All right, then. I am going to go this way now. <laughs> that was hilarious, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh... Thank you for listening to The Natural 7. Catch our next episode next week. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast service. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Natural 7. Our awesome cast includes William Robert Gunn, Jonathan Wright, Daniel Shee, Jared Landro, Bryce Ring, Jesse Anderson, and me, Josh Baird Carroll. Logo and cover art by Johnny M. Intro music by Anthony Ray Galuxin. See you all next time. Remember, keep chasing those stars.
In the future, this star roll is brought to you by... Okay. Something. Cool. Orion. <laughs> so. By by gravity. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac Newton. I meant Orion, the film studio <laughs> that went out of business, but... Oh, I thought you were referring to a constellation. Yeah. I thought you meant Orion, the I, mythological figure. It is based off the figure. constellation Orion, in yeah. fact. <laughs> well, imagine that. Fun Ooh, fact of the day. Fun star fact of the day. <laughs> Currently in North America, you can see... Uh, Orion quite clearly actually Orion's visible I think all the time in the northern hemisphere I think you are correct yeah don't yeah, think I, that's how I, skies work that is absolutely how skies work <laughs> and dogs can look up it's <laughs> pigs that can't look up okay dogs, I'm good to go pigs, <laughs> <all right. laughs> wow thanks Sunan <laughs> you're welcome this has been we're gonna we're gonna Star see our we're gonna see our listen day. time dip engagement is gonna plummet during Forget this last D&D. three let's minutes let's talk about stars all right well, <laughs> well we talked about horses last time we really proved how smart we are with horses <laughs>